to Shepherds and Kings. My name is Jacob Trollor, and I'm the founder and the host of the Shepherds and Kings podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If this is your first time listening, we're glad you're here. And if you're back for another episode, we appreciate you tuning in again. Uh, for those of you who have spent some time um, following us on Instagram or Facebook, I know I don't put a whole lot on there yet. I'm working on it. I need some uh, some encouragement or guidance on that, I guess. But um, please uh, take a minute to at least uh, give us a rating or review on uh, Apple Podcasts, and that helps more than anything else. Also, shout out to our partner, Clean5110. Uh, if you go by clean5110.com, the uh, fitness and lifestyle apparel brand, that uh, helps promote a clean Christian lifestyle as well as a pro-life message that if you go by their site, clean5110.com, you can get 10% off uh, using the code SHEPHERD at checkout. So please go check them out. We live in an incredibly fast-paced world. Uh, The rat race is alive and well with fast food, faster internet, and instant messages, we've grown accustomed to having everything right now. Uh, But with the current pace of life having slowed down or maybe starting to pick up for some of you um, due to uh, the coronavirus, let's take a little bit of time to re-evaluate our speed of life. I know that I have enjoyed a somewhat slower pace here. I've I've still gone into work, uh, which I'm thankful for. Um, but a lot of the other things, we haven't been able to travel as much. We didn't go to the store as much. We didn't go to the store as much. And I have been able to get outside a little bit more with my son. Um, I've spent more time on on uh, reading books and studying. I've spent some time with my wife. I've relaxed and just slowed down a little bit in general. I, I, do, I do know I have spent too much time on my phone still, uh, more than I should, um, and I haven't done all of the projects that I've wanted, but I have been able to, what I would consider, slow down. And it's not just a, a pace at which you move. It's not just the amount of things that you fit into one day. It ends up sort of being a mindset. It's not really what today's culture is, and it's not really what we were before this COVID-19 Uh, lockdown. You know, we have microwaves and bullet trains and the fastest Wi-Fi available. We have sped up our lifestyle to a ridiculous pace. Uh, Everything is about saving seconds and saving cents and saving inches because a lot of it has to do with a, a bottom line. And I don't know about you, but I, slowing down is something I struggle with. I feel, um, and I don't know if it's an American thing or just a me thing or maybe a spiritual thing, which I don't think it is, but I want to find something worth doing. And if it's worth doing, it's worth finishing. And if it's worth finishing, it's worth not delaying or not dawdling on. And so therefore, I end up doing things as quickly and as well as possible. And and uh, at the end of the day, of course, I find worth in the tasks that I accomplish or the projects I finish. And I think that's probably true for a lot of men. We we like checking items off of a list. And we we like getting things done. There is worth that God gave us in our work. But we, we often we have a hard time dealing with the pace of our work. And because of, of that mindset, we have a hard time going slow. I have a hard time doing what you know, quote unquote nothing. 
I feel unproductive or lazy. But I do think God talks about our life just a little bit differently. Psalm 1 tells us that the man who delights in the law of the Lord is like a tree. And trees, to me, connotate uh, a slow growth. I like the way this particular article talks about it. A newly published study has found that the oldest trees in the forest also grow the slowest, and they likely aren't the prettiest. The scientist who led the study said it was inspired by his collaboration with a fisheries research where slow growth among long-lived individuals has long been accepted. In his analysis of old trees, the lead scientist combed through tree ring studies looking at Douglas fir, white oak, ponderosa pine, eastern hemlock, and found that the same held true regardless of species or location. Old trees grow more slowly and it begins early in their lives. Faster growing trees may put all of their energy into growth and burn out before they can achieve really old age, he said. Slow growing trees may invest a lot in producing strong wood and defense mechanisms against insects and disease and never rise above the forest canopy. Rapidly growing trees may occupy space more quickly, reach sexual maturity earlier, and are prone to frequent catastrophic disturbances including flood, fire, and windstorms. They also die at a younger age. Meanwhile, the slower-growing trees channel their energy into structural support and defense compounds, don't burn out from reproducing, and slowly but surely outpace their mercurial cousins. These Methuselah-like trees are, in a word, rugged, he said. These long-lived trees grow slowly, but not too slow. It seems to be some kind of balance that the trees grow at just the right pace for their environment, and the conditions stop just short of causing them to die. Moreover, this study adds to the growing body of research that links slow growth with longevity. It's certainly true of animal species, and apparently it is a phenomenon also shared by trees. And that's the end of the article. And I would argue and add with that um, also with humans. There's something about slow growth, and and a growth, I guess, is a little bit different than the way we live our life, but a a slow life, uh, there's there's just something about it. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, the thing that country songs idolize, you know, uh, sitting on the back porch, picking the, my guitar with my girl kind of thing. Just like, you know, the modern word is chill or relaxing. And there's there's sort of a, you know, a cult idolization of Thoreau uh, living simply for two years near Walden Pond. Uh, just this slow lifestyle, not maybe not doing as much. Um, but being more thoughtful with the time that we, we do have. And it seems to me that God designed us to live a more restful life, a slower life. Uh, he tells us that being still is one of the ways to know that he is God, or t- he tells us to be still and know. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jeremiah thirty one twenty five. For I have satiated the weary soul, and I have replenished every sorrowful soul. That there is sort of this rest and replenishing that comes with, uh, with our relationship with God, and I do think that equates with a slow life. So, how do we slow our lives down? Well, first, do less. And I know that sounds like a way oversimplification, but it's true. If you focus on the few simple things, and really anyone will tell you this, if you look at some studies, that the the highest achievers are the ones who do less things better. They say no to more things, but the things that they do say yes to, they do better. So one of the ways for us to slow down our lives 
is to get rid of some things. Go figure. Some obligations we will never get rid of, but there are some things in our lives that take up too much space and too much time. Uh, And one of the things we can do is to get rid of some things. One of the other things we can do is to specifically set aside time to live slow. Now, the hard part about this is a slowed down pace looks different for everyone. For some of us, that is reading a book. For some of you, that is doing something, uh, you know, actually relaxing, sitting in a chair and just doing nothing. For some, that's talking. For some, it's having a nice meal that you don't eat quickly, that you take a bunch of time to prepare and you eat it by candlelight and Whatever it is, the slow life and slowing our lives down looks a little bit different. But at the end of the day, the benefits are the same. So for some of us, it is maybe more of an analog life, uh, getting off of our phones or doing things that maybe we would do you know, a little bit tougher way, using a handsaw as opposed to a, a, an electrical saw. Whatever it is, though, um, setting aside some specific time to be slow. And the third thing we can do, find something that actually gives you growth or nourishment. This could be a spiritual thing. Ideally, of course, it, it has some spiritual help to it. But this could be anything. But it, it should be something that will, will, in slowing down your life, brings some benefit to it. So what are some benefits of living a slower life? Well, the first thing, of course, is a relationship with God. Uh, True depth in a relationship comes from nurturing, uh, which is carefully tending or protecting. This is what Adam was called to do uh, in the garden. And a slower life allows time for us to nurture our relationship with God. One of the main reasons that we fail to walk with God is that we don't make time to do so. We get busy, headed out to work, or tending to our house, or just taking care of all of the little things that add up. They start taking our time away, and we forget about being with our God. When we slow down, we find the time, and we find ways to see and notice God in all kinds of little things. Uh, Don't miss the intricacy of the leaf while you're waiting on the spiritual shooting star. Our relationship with God, again, is like that tree that you know what? Seeing God's handiwork in in the leaf will help you more than than rushing around trying to find the next greatest, easiest, simplest, quickest thing to build this relationship. Slow down and smell the spiritual roses, uh, as the saying is. He calls us to be still and to know that He is God. The second thing we find in a slow life is margin. There's a book titled Margin, go figure, by Dr. Richard Swenson, uh, and he defines margin as the space between our load and our limits. It is the amount allowed beyond that which is needed. It is something held in reserve for contingencies or unanticipated situations. Margin is the gap between rest and exhaustion, the space between breathing freely and suffocating. You know, when we get rid of the things that are unnecessary, we have some space, some room for error. Some of us are strung and wound so tight that if we are late for one meeting, you are going to ruin your entire day because you're late for other meetings and you're late for picking up your kid and, and now dinner's going to be late and now your your all your evening activities are going to be late and and we there's no margin in our lives. When we get rid of the things that are uh, unnecessary, we have some breathing room. 
When we slow down, we can have that knowledge that he is God. Uh, most of us, we, we would say we try to use this principle maybe in our finances. Uh, we want to have an emergency fund or a cushion. We may use this in a lot of other areas. We try to protect ourselves with some things, give us a margin for error. Some of us are good with that as far as our time. Maybe we want to leave 15 minutes early in case uh, we hit traffic on the way to wherever we're going. But we can also have this in our lives, that we need to give our souls and our spirits some time to decompress and to go slow and to get away from speed uh, because we are designed to not go at this pace. So it gives us some margin. Thirdly, it gives us uh, some skill. Slowing down often causes us to do things with more skill. If we try to do things more slowly, for example, uh, heating up food in the microwave is not making dinner at least not in the way it could be done, slowing down and actually making dinner uh, instead of ordering it online or throwing a pizza in forces us to have some skill in making food. Handwriting letters uh, causes you to not depend on your laptop to check your spelling. You need to have some skill in your writing and in your grammar. Creating a card for someone instead of buying it from the store causes you to be a little more thoughtful and creative. There's, There's these things that when you slow down and do things Uh, the slower way, it often requires a little bit more skill. And of course, the downside for us in this modern world is that it's a little bit less convenient, but that's the point, that there's more more built-in reward at the end because of the skill that that is learned from a slower pace. And that really leads us to uh, the last thing here, purpose or maybe thoughtfulness. Um, When we get rid of the things that don't matter so much, or we slow down our lives and we are forced to get rid of some things that don't matter, we find the things that really do matter. There is an element of slowness that means getting rid of things that take too much unnecessary time. When we purposely slow down, the more important things in life are revealed. I, through this time, have realized the joy I get from just sitting on the floor watching my daughter play. And she just started walking through this and I've thoroughly enjoyed that. But It's a struggle for me, even just sitting there on the floor, like what else could I be doing? I I could be, you know, I could be working on this project around the house. I could be reading. I enjoy reading. And I I feel like sometimes I push myself too hard because like there's something else I need to learn and I might miss out on some information. And that's where a lot of us are at is, is the pace of information in this information age that we feel like we need to be gathering, whether it's through social media or through a book. Uh, but I, I, the other day, my son and I biked to the lake and I live just a couple blocks from the lake and, and our, our, where we live is sort of up on a little cliff that overlooks the lake. And so we parked our bikes and we laid in the grass on the top of the lake and I lost track of time. And that was really enjoyable because I don't, that's not something I'm used to, but I enjoyed that purpose, that thoughtfulness, that you know, it seems like, well, I'm, I'm doing something without a purpose. Maybe that seems counterproductive, that there is no purpose. But that's the point is that I, I enjoyed that more than I would have maybe doing some other work. There was some purpose or f- some thoughtfulness behind what I was doing. Things that have a higher purpose than money or fame or influence become clear when we slow down. God does not, it seems to me, God does not call us to live a a fast-paced, rushing life. He wants us to work, yes, and he wants us to labor. He tells us that if a man shall not work, neither should he eat. He tells us to get in the yoke with him, 
but he tells us that because he wants us to have rest, because he wants us to slow down, because when we are still, that's when we know that he is God. So I hope coming out of this, as your state opens up or as it doesn't, I don't know, but you you maybe still are working at home, you are trying to find a balance in all this, and maybe you're more stressed because you're at home. But I hope that you can find some ways to embrace the slow, to live slow on purpose, and you can find your a closer relationship with God. You can find some margin in your life. You can find some skill in the things that you do, and you can find some purpose. You, there, there's the things that really, really matter that come out when your life is a little bit slower. Well, that about wraps up today's episode. I appreciate you stopping by and listening. Take that thought with you. How can you slow your life down? How can you uh, enjoy some time with God, enjoy some time with your family? Uh, Slow your life down for better growth. Remember, stop by clean5110.com. Use the code SHEPHERD for 10% off at checkout. Of course, stop by, find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and then leave us an Apple Podcast review. We'll see you next week. Thank you.